Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. The Brighter Side is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com slash brighter side for your free trial. online i was 17 years old and i was in franklinton louisiana which this town has a dog food mill so it smells like shit and nobody's gonna go anywhere and we had uh one computer set up in the school in the high school and uh we each had to take turns and go print out our favorite animal and some people it took them like an hour just to figure out like how to work a mouse but then the next day somebody was smoking crack in there so the computer room was shut down because computers bring out crack. Welcome to the brighter side, everybody. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the deep web today, everybody. So they were smoking crack in the computer lab? In the one computer lab. So they, just because they knew no one cared enough to go in there? <laughs> <laughs> Getting high on some processors. We used to smoke weed in the, uh, photo, in the photo lab at our high school. Oh, oh, good for you. You were so cool. Yeah. I was a student council president. I was in student council as well. And you smoked weed? Fuck yeah, bro. God. You need me on the board. Yeah, you're a man of the people. I am. <laughs> well, everyone, we have a very special guest uh, here today. Dominic Mora is a friend of mine from law school. His nerd power quotient is uh, higher than any other nerd I've ever been with. So Just not- by the sight of you, I 100% endorse that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I get that a lot. Right? Yeah. Is he not the poster child for <laughs> it? off, CD. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. My Dungeons and Dragons group says the same thing all the time. Could I just talk like this the entire time? Absolutely. No, that'd be, that hurts my throat. That's, no, that's it's that. great. It's good okay. to have you. Sam, it's good to see you again. Oh, man, it's so good to be back, guys. Yes, yeah. we missed you so, so much. So, now, I barely understand the internet as it is. What is the deep web? Is yeah. it like a... Um... Well, the deep web is a is a separate network built on top of the internet, right? So... Oh, so it's uh, on top. It's not below. No, no. I, uh, Sexy. Yeah. I mean, you could call it the deep web, the dark web. Uh, I don't know. Uh, there's lots of different terms for it. But uh, specifically... Explain on top of the internet. That makes no fucking <laughs> no sense to me. If the internet is infinite and lives right, everywhere, right. like, how are you on top of it? So, uh, well, that's a good question. So the idea behind the internet is uh, um, this exchange of packets in a very uh, packets of information in a very specific and controlled manner, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the internet protocol uh, uh, 
allows computers to uh, interact with each other no matter what medium they do it in, right? You ever notice that your cell phone doesn't have like a little Ethernet cable coming out of it? Yeah. And, you know, you used to have a dial-up modem, and if you still actually do, you can use a phone line instead of an Ethernet, Ethernet line. Oh, so the robots are all coming together against us. You can talk, yeah. a- exactly. You can talk to the internet in any way you want. Internet! Internet protocol. <laughs> <laughs> well, fucking human! Speak to me! You can do it by carrier pigeon if you could find <laughs> an inter- internet service provider that would still take that. It right? just fucking disappears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the internet is like a space wire thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> one very long wire that stretches all the way into space. Where uh, is the internet? The internet is a series of computers that's all connected together, right? Y- you ever you ever stick your finger in your belly button real deep and then you smell it? It's down there. That's where it is. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> um so uh, when I say built on top of the internet, like um, so it's like double heaven. It, no, it, it uses the internet, but it then provides some extra service on top of it, right? So I use the example World of Warcraft because I'm me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like you know, the world World of Warcraft only functions if you can you know connect to the internet and get onto that World of Warcraft network. So it's built on top of that, right? Um, so. You know, like TV is just is a medium, but then Jeopardy is a is a game show that you can watch on TV, right? Oh, oh all right, there we go. There we go. Yeah. Thank, right. you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> World of Warcraft was too. Yeah, was there just, we go. Thank you so much. <laughs> so deep web is on top, having sex with the internet. Yes. Take it deep, deep. Yeah, watching Jeopardy. So you also mentioned another type of deep. So there's a deep web that that I kind of like poked around on today, which is like looks just like the normal internet through a web browser. But there's also another other kind of deep web that you mentioned. What is that? Where like the privacy or the uh, where like the NSA is tapping everything? Is that what is that? What do you call that layer? Oh, that's I mean that's below the application layer of the internet. So this is like down to the the the, the backbone of the internet with like literally the wires in the ground that send packets back and forth. Broke back internet, if you will. You so, lost. <laughs> so if this is like a pyramid, and like me on Facebook is at the bottom, and on top of that is you on the deep web. Is the tippity top of that like the NSA people tapping everything down below? No, 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 because you want to get lower and lower on the, so on like the scale an of things. So like upside down pyramid. Uh, no, no. So <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, Facebook actually is a, is like on the, would be on the same level as this deep web sort of thing, right? Oh. It's another network that you, you access by using your, your web browser and your computer and everything. How do I find the deep web? Do I just write deepweb.com? What's the deal? Yes. <laughs> you, you just write that into Google and that's uh, no, um, so uh, there are actually a few different networks of this sort. There's a uh, uh, Freenet. Uh, there's we're talking about Tor uh, tonight, as I understand it. But uh, so so Tor is this. Uh, it, it refers to the network and the software you use to get onto the network. Um, it looks like just any other web browser. Like if you download Firefox, it's actually or... literally Firefox. Yeah, yeah. It's a modified version of Firefox. Oh, really? Yes. Are look we going to look at some tonight? Yeah, we can if we want to, but I mean, it just looks like it looks like the normal shit that we do, but just like really weird and gross, wow. and there's really weird places. What to was go. some of the stuff you saw today? So I went on and poked around. I downloaded the Tor browser. I asked a bunch of friends where to go. They directed me to some pages with a bunch of links. Who'd you ask? I yeah, whatever. I don't want. I don't want to disclose their names. <laughs> Undisclosed sources. Yeah, zero cool. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I saw. So there's the first thing I found. Uh, serendipitously, was a place where you could buy drugs and they will ship it to your home. Silk Road? 
Yeah, well, it wasn't Silk Road uh, particularly, right? And I believe Silk Road is shut down now, right? Oh, yeah. No, Silk down. Road got shut yeah. down. Silk Road 2.0 popped up. That was around for a couple months, but that got shut down also. Oh. When I say by shut down, I mean everyone involved got arrested by the FBI. That's oh, so no. great. You don't do any drugs either, but you know more about the underground drug network than any of us. I love it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I yeah. ain't got time to learn about that, man. <laughs> I'm fucking busy, man. I get stoned <laughs> hanging out with my boys. Well, so let me ask you this, Eddie. If you well, if you found a webpage online where you could buy Afghani terror heroin what? mailed to your door, I would you buy it? heroin. Exactly. <laughs> Why would you call it Afghani terror it's, heroin? It's, Isn't heroin supposed to make you relaxed? Well, no. <laughs> the word terror in any drug is like, you know what? And Afghan. <laughs> right next to it. And then heroin. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna pass. Yeah, I don't need any of that. And then fish scale heroin or fish scale cocaine, which is apparently very mm. pure cocaine. Ooh. Uh, why is it? Why then? Why do they have to give us such a dirty name? Yeah, I don't know, man. Just like good ass coke would be a good way to say it. It's like, oh, we got the best coke. It's but this number pure. That was like the tip of the iceberg. I saw stuff where I saw a page where you could order counterfeit fifty dollar bills that said printed on cotton based paper. Passes UV and pen test. Whoa. Wow. So how much was each $50 bill, though? $60. Yeah, it was, they, they charged you a premium. <laughs> and then there's, like, political speech, which I thought was very cool. Well, there was, like, videos on there that were, like, normal videos that you would see on YouTube, but they were from a Columbia law professor. Oh. There was, like, very basic stuff. But then there was also stuff like, oh, the uh, drone that was flying by the White House is actually a ploy to get our government to go and redo the Constitution at a constitutional convention. And I was like, all right, I'm glad these people have their place to talk freely about yeah. these things. It's good that yeah. they keep the crazy opinions off the rest of the internet, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely no crazy opinions anywhere but this site. I saw a place where you could hire a hitman. Oh, you could hire a hitman? What? Yes. What were some of their names? <laughs> no, they didn't have any names. This guy was just like, if you want a hitman, Send an email to this address. And I was like, you've got to be fucking Are kidding. Half of the, all these got to be government, you know. Like honeypot things, right? Yeah, like it has just, to be. Well, that's exactly what. So I thought that too, right? And other people that were commenting about these sites that I was at were also saying some of them could be jokes. Some of them could be just like the government trying to do a sting. And they were talking about one guy in particular that was doing these weird experiments on homeless people. And he was actually. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. He was like implanting hoops into their appendages, into their hands, so they could be hung no. from hooks. No, and uh, doing mutilation to their bodies. Oh my god! Um, what, injecting, like filming it? Uh, yeah, so you could buy the videos or whatever of these oh. things. Now, is that illegal to watch? Uh, I think it's illegal to buy. Right? It's got to be. You got to be probably some sort of conspiracy. I don't think so. No. 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 I, I think there's something. If you're know. giving money to the guy who did it, that has to be accessory after Be the fact. Believe it or not, secret internet torture videos were not on the bar exam. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. It was a stressful summer, but I don't remember those being on the bar exam. Yeah, I don't remember that either, yeah, man. Okay. I, I you guys a, got lucky. I, I, heard, I heard they're all different, so they're you guys can't yeah, cheat. Every summer, yeah. No. Uh, I saw this one guy. The best one I saw was this guy. He's called the Dangler. And he steals stuff, and his whole blurb was like, can you not afford something? Tell me what it is that you cannot afford. I can steal things from all of these locations, <laughs> and I will go and I get get it for you, and then I will tell you how many Bitcoins to send me. <laughs> what? It was so great. I mean, I all like, these people are just, it's a surefire get caught, right? 
No. I mean, look how long how long did Silk Road uh, last for? Uh, Silk Road was two years. I mean, that's two a and good, a half years. That's a good run. Also, I want to say run by a complete amateur. I mean, he was literally learning how to code websites on the fly, so he had no idea what he was doing in terms of you know keeping himself private and, and, and secret and so hidden, how, hidden from the FBI. If you were gonna, people, I'm sorry, you go ahead. Oh yeah, how are these people like? How is it secret? You know, I don't yeah. get it. You mean the idea that Tor is is secret, whereas everything else that you do online is yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, so the idea is basically. Um, that you you log into the Tor network, right? And then you you send all the requests, all the websites you try to visit are routed through this Tor network, and then they come out on the other side, uh, and then that's the actual website that you were trying to to visit, right? So the idea is that... Um, so it's like making coffee, and like the grounds are in the thing, and then you pour the water into it, and like... No, so... <laughs> 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 oh Not so much. It's an analogy. You know? It's like a hat with another hat on top of it. Oh yeah. No, no. Oh. Uh, so the. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I wanted to make a worse analogy. We right? are we are but simple people here, Dom. You cannot trick us. <laughs> it's it's uh, so Tor stands for the Onion Router. This was designed back in like the 90s, right? Because oh, the onion goes inside and inside. Yeah, the onion's got lots of different layers. Yeah. So, so you're you're sitting there. You want to get a website. So you ask a computer to ask a computer to ask a computer to ask a computer for the websites. Oh, That's okay. how Tor goes. So it's like when you you watch those like TV shows, like I can't find the hacker. He's bouncing his signal off of multiple places, and it's like showing a map of just like a line bouncing across the yeah, globe and stuff. That's, that's sort of what it is. Yeah. yeah. So the idea behind Tor is that uh, you the 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 map of like the lines bouncing around all these computers changes every ten minutes or so, uh, and they don't keep records necessarily. And, and so yeah, each node that you each computer that you bounce off of only knows where to send the message next. It doesn't know what's in the message. It doesn't know what the final destination is. All it knows is that it's supposed to hand the message off yeah. to the next. Because robots are evil, so, yeah. They're all trying to kill us. Yeah. yeah. Who, all who, the time. Who, who made it? Who made this thing? Uh, it was a project of the United States Navy, actually. Ah, fucking typical. Um, <laughs> they, they wanted a way to securely communicate across the internet. They wanted a way to watch child porn. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It gets lonely out on those ships at night. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, it's no. So, uh, yeah, back in, like, 2002, they, uh, it was the first release but it was developed by the Navy um, and some other uh, mathematical researchers have taken over the project now, although it still gets uh, like 80% of its uh, funding comes from the United States government oh, still. Wait, but this does this is all making weird. This is weird. So how is it, how do people think it's anonymous if it started from the government and is funded by the government? Well, I mean, just because you get money from the government doesn't mean that, you know, uh, it's under government control, right? I mean, NPR... Uh, you know, it's not like President Obama gets to vet everybody that goes on NPR uh, and and talks about. You so, know. are you saying the government is funding child pornography? Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. no not. Oh, oh. No, no. So uh, it's not like it's, they're just helping you watch it. You don't get money from. Um, <laughs> here's the deal, right? So the the internet began in the uh, in the seventies as this means for uh, uh, the military to communicate with itself in the case of a nuclear attack, right? If all yeah. the all the telephone lines go down, we need a way to communicate. We'll have computers talk to each other, and so that's why the internet has all these different you know uh, 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 networks and lines and, and and routers and everything. Because if one gets nuked, you know if Washington gets nuked. That's okay. We'll just route the connection through Chicago and then out to the West Coast or something like mm-hmm. that. So, uh, so the government built the internet in the first place. So they, they, you can watch regular, you can watch child porn on the regular internet. Uh, I would not advise that for like fifty different reasons, obviously. But uh, <laughs> name ten real fast. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Give me no. that. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I think he got up to like six in his head. I didn't, yeah, I, yeah, I was there. Yeah, no. Um, so they, 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 you know, came up with the the initial internet. It was called the ARPANET at first, um, and that's not a really cool name. So they changed it to the internet. But uh, so they they built the original ARPANET's like the grid of uh, Tron. You know, you know the grid. No grid, like you know, gay related immune deficiency. The AIDS used to be called GRID. Oh. A- <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew oh, yeah. where you were going with that. Such a deep cut AIDS joke. Yeah, no, that is yeah, yeah, yeah. legit. Deep cut. B-sides. <laughs> so they, so the, the United States government built the, the regular internet, but they're by no means responsible for all the stuff on it right now. The NSA is trying to fix that, right? No. Oh, um, so it's kind of like building a gun, like making a gun, and then yeah, it goes yeah. into the into the world, yeah, and yeah. then some guy in Afghanistan has it, and it kills a human, like an American soldier. Sure, yeah. yeah. Speaking of guns, there were so <laughs> many places to buy guns. Fuck yeah. Of course. There were so many. Amber, you would you would go on like an Amazon.com shopping spree, <laughs> buying the number. There was like there. So on the the page that someone sent me of like here are all the different places you can go to on on the Tor browser, uh, on the deep web, and it was just like like fifty different links on how you could buy different guns, automatic weapons, like semi-automatic weapons, like missile, every fucking thing you could possibly imagine, you could get get a gun there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now this this. Leads to the question because you know you said that uh, this uh, deep web is also uh, activists can communicate. Yes. So uh, like how it's good. How do you feel about the openness of the internet and the secrecy of the deep web? Well, that was the for me. That's what I found is like the brighter side of this. Right? Is mm-hmm. that you see all this terrible shit that's going on on the deep web? Right? This like really depraved stuff. But then you also found places where political speech was happening. You found places where activists were mobilizing. You mm-hmm. found places where people were really sharing ideas and kind of like coordinating efforts on different activist campaigns so that to avoid government intervention. Is it like a libertarian world, the deep web? You can just whatever goes. Yeah, I would it. say so. It's pretty libertarian. I mean, as far as libertarian ideals go, the deep web, web is where it's at. So if the NSA or the government created the deep web, basically, right? They created it and they made it. Why shouldn't they be allowed to fucking police it any way they want? Why are we so mad at the well, NSA? Well, well, Dom, I think they do police it, right? Wasn't there a, a recent breach that happened? Well, yeah. So uh, a lot of the breaches that happen are because people are are uh, idiots. I mean, <laughs> hi. Yeah. No, seriously. So the, the Silk Road guy, he was learning how to write websites on the fly, and yeah. he, he uh, would post on web forums uh, how to solve this specific technical problem under his real name. And then magically, the Silk Road, a couple weeks later, would get that feature that he was trying to, uh, 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 trying to solve. Um, his real name? His real name, yeah. What a dumb Ross dumb. Ulbricht. Um, you know, one time I, because I tried to do some publicity for this show, and I went on and I made a Yahoo name, but I accidentally put my own name in there. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? What'd like, you say, I Amber? I went on like mom.com and would be like, here's an episode I found that really helped me out with my children, but I just used my <laughs> real Amber name. <laughs> I appreciate the effort, girl. Oh, yeah. Thanks for trying to do that promo, girl. <laughs> Anyways, yes. So the the Silk Road did the, a similar sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> so they had this like super secret login page within Tor, right? Like not even you know use Tor to log in and get to this web page somewhere else. Because uh, the the whole idea behind Tor is that you don't know the server's IP address, mm. and so the IP address uh, correlates to a real location in the real world. 
um, you can you can you know type it in your computer and and get it figured out to within like 30 miles or something. You could find out what internet service provider you know like whether he uses uh, that server is hosted on Time Warner or Verizon or whatever. Uh, if you have the actual IP address, and so the Silk Road a couple of times accidentally just put the IP address on the top of the web page. Uh-oh. Oh, Whoops. Jesus. Yeah. No, a few times they did that. So before they got busted by the. Um, by the FBI, uh, Silk Road actually uh, got taken down by hackers a lot. Uh, they paid out a lot in bitcoins to uh, hackers to, you know, keep quiet. Please don't What's tell anyone Bitcoin? where we are. Uh, Bitcoin is this uh, uh, cryptocurrency, and so it's it's uh, magic internet points that you exchange for stuff because people have agreed that it has value. So it's kind of like real money. Like real money. Yeah. yeah, pretty much like that. Yeah. Um, and we, we could do a whole thing about Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin's super valuable right now. The, yeah. the price my, of Bitcoin spiked. Well, my brother just made a bunch of money selling Bitcoin like a year ago. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. up at about $1,200 per coin. Can I that. just say I have Bitcoin if it's not real? No, no. So there's a... <laughs> so it's. I got a billion Bitcoins, guys. I can just imagine Eddie in a back alley deal. Like, guy opens his trunk up. is like, here's the guns. He's like, all right, I got all these Bitcoins in my pocket. <laughs> opens uh, up his fist and it's, <laughs> it's a sand. Circle pieces of paper with the word bit on it. <laughs> Here you go. There you go. <laughs> Good Have deal a- with you, Ing, sir. I'll s- I'll see you after I do these drugs. <laughs> um, so, no, Bitcoin's way less funny than that. Um, <laughs> so it's called a cryptocurrency. I mean, I'll like do this as like broadly as possible. It's called a cryptocurrency yeah. because it uh, works on the same principles that uh, a modern cryptography works on, which is really large prime numbers and math problems. And so basically, your computer uh, talks to the global Bitcoin... Uh, it's called a blockchain, but you can think of it sort of as like a really rudimentary network that only computers use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, your your computer does math problems, and then if your computer is the first computer to to get the math problem right, uh, you get a bitcoin. And that's it. Okay. Oh, so your computer does the math problem right, you get a bitcoin. Yes. So you got to have a good computer. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the thing is that bitcoin is uh, automatically configured to make the problems harder the more computers are trying to find bitcoins. Uh, and so now at this point you need like a whole uh, server farm, like just rooms and rooms of computers custom built to uh, look for bitcoins to to find any right now. Oh, so it's like money, how like it's all passed down from the man, man. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. I, I mean, people build, uh, uh, you know, like these gigantic rooms with like huge air conditioning and electricity bills in, in uh, developing countries with really cheap electricity because that's the only way to, to get more bitcoins than uh, the cost of the electricity that you just spent to keep all those computers on to find bitcoins. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. It's this weird Adam Smith, like, you know, wealth of nations, bizarre derived uh, uh, or derivative effects of, uh, of the Bitcoin economy. So I have more primitive questions to ask yeah, you. I, I, <laughs> no, I, I, know this, yeah. I know this probably bothers you a little no, bit. No, 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 no. It's fine. Uh, all right. So if the government invented the internet. Yes. Uh, could they just all of a sudden say, ah, fuck it. It's off. Well, could uh, they just flip a switch and or like blow up the computer, you know, the mainframe that this all lives in, and then all the the internet's just gone for the whole world? Well, no, the websites would all stay up. So uh, when you go to like Google.com, right? Mm-hmm. You you type in Google.com, and then your computer has to check uh, something called the DNS, which is the domain name servers or domain name system servers, domain name servers. Yeah, uh, and so that's a a 
that's like the phone book, right? So your computer goes down to like where it says G and then it says, oh, I need to go to 64.52.48. That's the IP address, right? And then yeah. your computer actually knows how to go to that, that number. And so uh, there's this nonprofit corporation called ICANN, the Internet's Corporation for the Assignment of Names and Numbers. Uh, and that is the, the company, the corporation that oversees the entire administration of all, the, all, all those domain names. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, license registrars like GoDaddy and, and whoever your sponsors are, mm-hmm. you know, Hover, hopefully, who knows. Um, but uh, so so there have been fights over that because, you know, originally there was this dude at, um, ah, damn, MIT or something who who's uh, under whose desk this DNS system lived, right? And when it went down, you couldn't type in anything. You had to, like, know the numbers to get to websites. Ooh. And then you'd call him up on the phone and be like, hey, Dave, restart your computer. And then it would work. And so, so crazy. At one what point, if he spilled right, his coffee. Well, that's hey, the thing. I'm that, taking a nap. That's what the gov- <laughs> that's what the government said. And so they started running it themselves. They they had uh, the ICANN run it themselves. And so uh, if if and so the U.S. government still controls ICANN, and everyone else in the world says that's you know they don't they don't appreciate that so much. So they fight. Then about they should that make sometimes. their own fucking internet. Well, that's what the government says. Like uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> so they but Dom, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but uh, but what did it like Syria turn off their internet? Didn't they? They do a thing like that. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's how did they do that? Um, so if you're a, if you're a, a government, you can have you could control all the the wires in the ground that uh, bring the internet in and out of your country. Oh, so they right. disconnected Syria from the rest of the the internet. Oh, Jesus. Um, Hold on, the internet's under the ground. I thought it was in the satellites. What the fuck's going on here? Man? <laughs> I hate this. De- definitely, <laughs> definitely in the ground. God damn it! Definitely underground. <laughs> It's like somebody trying to explain God to me. <laughs> I He's still everywhere. don't get it. God is like a hat wearing another. <laughs> I did that one already. Damn. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. Okay, so I don't even know where we were, but you were still explaining this to us. Which part? Also, <laughs> oh, here's a question. So, if I know a bunch of numbers, can I like put them in the computer? Yes, no, absolutely. So far, yes, absolutely. <laughs> my my blog is at 107.170.64.44. Oh, 107.70.64.4. Oh, Those were some of the numbers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I just type that in. Yes, you can type then... that into into your web browser uh, address bar, and it would go right there. Yeah. yeah? Yes. Fuck absolutely. yeah. What if I just typed in a bunch of wild numbers? Could it go somewhere? It would, it would. It would definitely go somewhere. Whether that's a web server or you know, which is expecting to give your web browser a web page, uh-huh. or it's like you know, some guy's cell phone. Like you don't know. But Can we try it, Sam. <laughs> yeah, let's just start typing numbers. Yeah, yeah. Type. yeah so you need beep boop pop beep right. boop boop. You need. Force. You want to come over here and, okay. and type in type in numbers? Yes. Sure. Oh, I can I just Sam. Just Sam. Just Sam. Yeah. You need right. four sets of numbers uh, between zero and two hundred fifty-five. Uh, they're separated by periods. Okay, so four sets. Okay, so first... pick, pick a number between zero and two hundred fifty-five inclusive. Um, fifty-two. Dot. Dot sixty-five. Dot. Dot two. Dot. Dot sixteen. Dot two ninety-nine. That's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> What happened? What did we get? Google mm. just started crying. <laughs> yeah, Google is crying. Um, this web page, page is not available. All right, all right. So that you guys Address can buy that? unreachable. All right, all right. I got one. I got one. I got one. Okay. 69. <laughs> dot. 69. All right. Dot. 69. 
Dot sixty nine. All right, we'll try one more after this. Okay. Address unreachable. Yeah! Oh, so close. Come on. All right, so close. all right. So let's Eddie. do sixty nine. Six six six. Wait, between two four twenty. No, no, no. Six 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 is above. Yeah. Oh fuck! 50. Yeah, you it can't do be. that. Sixty six. Six. Uh, four twenty. Nope, has to be nope. below two hundred fifty five. Uh, forty two. Why forty two? Yeah, you know, the zero's silent. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> also, address unreachable. Man, fuck oh. the internet, man. Yeah, it is. I thought, <laughs> this is not a fun game. I thought the internet was a place where I could be free. Hell yeah, man. I want to party on the internet. <laughs> so there are there are a lot of IP addresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Okay. The, uh, the, sorry, all right, here's another here's another question. Let's get, let's get into the whole... the. The darkness of the deep web. Sure. I want to talk about child pornography for a second. Yeah. Why is it available? How how come it's not easier to get shut down? Uh, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, wh- what does it ex- what, how does it exist on the internet? How is it? It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, because uh, Tor encrypts all the connections between... Uh, are we... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Tor encrypts all the, all the connections, uh, or all the connections that you have into the Tor network are encrypted, uh-huh. and then every time your signal, your, your request gets bounced around to another network, uh, uh, or another node in the, in the Tor network, uh, it's also encrypted. Yeah. And so it, it ends up being really hard to unravel. The, the NSA can't break that encryption. Um, what if the child... All right, no, so the, the child porn, what if it's made in another country? Well, are we allowed to go find them and prosecute them, or we alert their government? How does that work? Uh, procedurally, yeah. Uh, it, as it turns out, um, most of the instances that I, I've you know read about have been the FBI uh, finding out, uh, or, or they'll, they'll call up the, the their counterparts in another country, like the Netherlands or, or Iceland or something like that. Iceland or, child porn? Uh, no, they're not making it. It's just there's a computer that's physically in that country, and so that, oh. that has that stuff on it. And so uh, the FBI calls them up and says, hey, can you go raid this office and get this computer right here? And, um, you know, uh, child porn's usually illegal in that country, too. So wow. uh, so who who is like, – all right, so looking at child porn, you're not allowed to – we were talking about this a little bit. Uh, you can't look at it. Uh, you go to jail if you just see it. If it's just in front of you and you happen to see it. Right, right. You go to jail. Really? There, That's what we were saying. There, yeah, there are some narrow exceptions. Uh, one of them that I think is really weird is librarians. Uh, if they see child pornography in the ordinary course of their business, they uh, they don't go to prison. Oh, because they're around information all day. I guess something something that's weird in pornography is um, uh, pornographers know that some people like child porn. So what they do is they take a kid and they make him like a, a robot or like a CGI kid. Oh, and yeah. then there's like a CGI kid getting fucked, and that's legal. It's a weird loophole well, for there kid been, pornography. There's there been some litigation about that, actually. Uh, whether that's a freedom of speech issue, and you know whether you know, well, there's no real kids getting harmed by that. So, uh, but yeah, no, that that's pretty pretty damn creepy. It's, yeah, it's so creepy. Uh, yeah, but then weird. again, if it's then again, maybe like someone wants to fuck a kid, go fuck a CGI kid and not a real kid. Well, there's yeah. uh, I just heard from a little birdie that the Uniform uh, Code of Military Justice says that. If you're in a country where the age of consent is 14 or uh, above, yeah, 14 or above, you're allowed to engage in sexual intercourse with that person. 
And that's that why people go to Thailand all that, the time. That seems like a good or terrible reason to go to Thailand, I good suppose. Lord. Okay. So what would be the case then, Dom? Do you think uh Man, then our... what the fuck did Gary Glitter do? <laughs> why is he in jail? What <laughs> how bad how bad how young did he need it? Did you yeah, can you do that? Could you film that then if if the laws in that country or the code that you are operating under allows you to um, view and uh, engage in acts with a minor like that? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, I really not, put you on the I, spot I, yeah, there, a, buddy. I'm not a lawyer in Thailand either. Yeah, I, I can barely. I can <laughs> barely if it's pass made in Thailand in and you watch it over here, once you watching, watch it here, watching it here is illegal. Even yeah. though it was made legally, yes, because you, it is illegal to watch it in America. Because part of the the act, right, the criminal act, is the viewing. Uh huh. And what about uh, say uh, you're 16 years old and you get a permission slip to, to fuck do, a guy does, on camera? Doesn't work. Doesn't, doesn't work. work. No. That's much worse because then the person who signed the permission slip is also going to prison. Yeah, yeah. but that's, if that's you, conspiracy, but you can sign the permission slip. You know, like Courtney Stodden married this 50 year old man, and she when she was 16, Eddie. Marriage is a sacred institution in our country. <laughs> so you're allowed to say your your kid can just. Go out right and fuck this old man. Yes, forever, or you know, like, or you, you kid as isn't long allowed. As to... It's not taped exactly. Yeah, but if and it, viewed by others, but if a kid, a kid, uh, you can't write a permission slip for a kid to get just naked. Yeah, correct. That's insane. <laughs> well. Well, you know I'm what? not saying I want either one. No, no, I'm just saying you. it's bonkers. It is, it is crazy, and you know what? But part of me also is happy that we don't really use resources to clarify that. I mean, it <laughs> seems like if we had a national debate on, listen, if they're going to get married to a 50-year-old, they should be able to film themselves getting fucked by the 50-year-old <laughs> as well. Do I hear any objections in the, in the House of Representatives for yeah. that? We, we can barely get all uh, all the members of the House to agree that Obama was born in America, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know. Tough enough. Yeah, let's... So, Where did he watch his child porn, though? That's the real question. Kenya. Real. It's all from Kenya. <laughs> Kenya. Follow the money. <laughs> I wonder what the age of consent is in Kenya. Do they have, like, a Facebook on the deep web? Like, normal stuff, but, like, deeper? You know. Oh, Cena, you're our uh, expert uh, on... I, I'll tell you, everything looked normal. Everything looked normal, except for, like, the words that I was reading on the page. It is regular. <laughs> it's it's HTML. It's written in the yeah. same stuff that, that regular web pages are written in. You can watch Flash videos on there. Wow. I mean, yeah. And there's lots of videos of, like, people dying and stuff. There, I didn't find those. I kept typing faces of death dot, like, onion, which is, like, their mm-hmm. uh, uh, suffix, I guess you could uh-huh. call it. Yeah, the domain. Top level domain, yeah. I love onions. TLD. I love it. Uh, yeah, and I nothing came up. I was truly trying to find some good, like, you know, watching Gaddafi get murdered. But you can find that on Google, really. You, can. you know yeah. what I mean? You don't really need to do that for Yeah, the they people. stuck a knife in his ass. Yeah, oh, yeah. they really did. That was intense. They treated him. We played it on the burn pilot. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we, we showed the whole fucking thing. Oh, very nice. And then we made fun of him. Oh, okay. Good for you. <laughs> so I want to ask a more. His last words were, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so I want to try to talk about something that's related to this, right? And that's about privacy. And I think one of the things that I've found, at least in talking with people in my life, is that we don't think about our privacy online that much. I think we have... I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, we, we don't give a fuck, right? Like, a lot of us don't think about it very often. But, Dom, I want to know, like, why should we care about privacy? Why is our, why is our digital, like, tracks, why are they important for us to actually care about? 
well, your your online life is is more uh, personal and tells more about you than anything else uh, uh, you can do. Like Google knows more about you than the. What if the I most say private browsing? Lover. Does that even matter? Doesn't even come close to mattering. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> so much the terrible only, shit not, they, they know. That the only pr- thing that private browsing does is keep the next person who sits down at that exact computer and logs into your you know account. Uh, keeps them from knowing exactly what you just did. Oh, that's, 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 that's it. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Yo, on a side note, my girlfriend was like, honey, I want to watch some porn with you. And I was just like, in my head, I was like, oh, sweet Jesus, this is going to go terribly wrong. She's like, show me what kind of porn you're watching. So I obviously did not show her the porn that I watch. <laughs> yeah, 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 I tried yeah, to yeah. show her like, it's like, oh, where do I go? Uh, uh, Andrew Blake. That'd be a good one to show. <laughs> I was like, trying to find all this like soft core, like really emotional. It's Two Mormons porn. shaking hands. It's just like <laughs> she can't, at one point she goes, "This is, you don't watch this." <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Oh, sorry. Like, I guess all like the dirty milf porn is down on the internet right now." <laughs> you watch milf porn? No, no. Why would I? Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the milf. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of great milfs out there. Anyways, weird side note, but I really want right. to know. So uh, porn is one thing. Yeah, yeah but uh, like we we should care, right? We always say like it, your privacy doesn't matter until it fucking matters. It does matter. I mean, it, it's not just that you should care. It's that like constitutionally the government cares. Like police tip lines have to be anonymous. Like that's that's mandated by law. The Supreme Court has said over and over again, like they, they've protected anonymous speech even more than they've protected uh, campaign donations, right? Although anonymous campaign donations are also pretty well protected now. So yay. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Um, the Federalist Papers, right? Alexander Hamilton, James Madison, and that other guy. Uh, mm. They wrote the Federalist Papers uh, under pseudonyms. They were anonymous. That was uh, all, all this stuff like begging people to come out and ratify the Constitution as it was written uh, uh, in the Federalist Papers. Anonymous. Uh, anonymous speech, uh, anonymous political speech has been, you know, part of uh, American culture since before the Constitution. It is so super crazy John, important. John Oliver did a great thing with Ed Snowden. If anyway, anyone hasn't oh, yeah. watched that episode, yeah. the I interview. He, I heard he didn't let Snowden talk enough. No, he did. It I heard was, he bullied the interview. No, he, nah. he made I hope that's not true. He nah. built, I'll tell you what he did. Comedically, he built good tension is what he really okay. did. Because he went at him up top and he went really hard at him, which made you really tense. He probably told he was going to do that too. I don't know. I went, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But either way, it built some really good tension in the interview. But then he talked to Snowden and was just like, okay, so uh, let's say the government uh, – let's say you send a dick pic to someone on your cell phone. Can the government see that? And Ed Stone was like, yes. And he listed off the, the different programs the NSA uses – to see your dick pic that you just text messaged to someone. Wow. And and then he went on the street, John Oliver, and asked all these people, was like, should the government be allowed to see a dick pic you sent to someone? And one guy was like, no, I just sent a dick pic last week. <laughs> 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 like, they shouldn't be able to see that shit. <laughs> please, no. Please, please, yeah, yeah. no. Now, every, everything you do over text messages and cell phones is using encryption techniques from, like, the 1990s, uh, and they've all been cracked, like, broken to hell and back. Yeah, it's like, so, yeah, none of that's secure. Yeah. So the, I, the best way to talk to someone now is actually the telephone, like a landline, right? No, 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 that's not even encrypted. <laughs> what so, about a burner phone? Uh also not encrypted, but you know, at least that wouldn't. If you paid for it in cash, it wouldn't be like a tie to you. But they'd figure it out pretty quickly. Yeah. It's still yeah. your voice, you yeah. know. What if I? What if I? Um, had I? I tied a rock, a, a note to a rock, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I sent it down a river, and it, it met an old. It was sick. <laughs> 
Indian woman, and then she brought it to her horse, and then her horse put it in its mouth, and it ran 500 miles, no. and then gave it to my buddy Steve. No, horses said, have, in, they've been broken, like, since. <laughs> <laughs> the NSA cracked horses in, like, the 1970s. It's a really sad story, Wait, actually. so I, I also want to know this. Uh, so in the 90s, I went to the dirtiest, the most disgusting websites when I, with my oh, 56K. Oh, yeah, yeah, steakandcheese.com back in the day. If you were on Hotline, holler at me, though. Where that was cool back in the day. Uh, that I used to go to just terrible, terrible things. I saw people get killed and what? murdered. Yeah, I saw all kinds of weird shit at a very young age. Can the government go back and see what I saw back then? No. no. When when did they start being able to do this? When, when prison started? Prism? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, I, I guess that would be about What's 2003, prism? 2004. You guys are just rattling off shit like you think we're supposed to fucking know. I, don't know. I have no idea. So uh, I spent this week reading up on Tor, not uh, the NSA's uh, efforts, but Prism yeah. is this, um, basically it's this technology where they 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 insert computers uh, next to uh, internet service providers like uh, um, Comcast and Time Warner next to their servers and their, their routers that, that send all the information around and they just make a copy of that information uh, so that you know if you're downloading a website the NSA can get a copy of that website too mm. um, and they know where it was going and they know that that IP address is yours and they know that, that you know that IP address uh, uh, um, you know they've got your credit card and your address and everything from Time Warner so so Prism is where they, they make an extra copy of whatever you're looking at so they can look at whatever you were looking at and they can figure out uh. you know what they want to see about it. So if I, at 18 years old, thought it would be very funny to go to a Halloween party filled with hot chicks, and I'm dressed as Rosa Parks, and then I realize immediately it's not funny, and I leave, but I had one photo taken of me. Is that, can somebody find that? Uh, I mean, I just said it online right now, but... (laughs) (laughs) It it depends. I mean, uh, the the rule of thumb for the internet is that once it's on there, it's never gone, Yeah. but I mean... You know, uh, depending on when exactly you were 18, uh, depending on, you know, whether this was before social media, (laughs) but depending on whether or not, uh, uh, you know, somebody put it on the social media profile, you know, these these photos get uh, archived and they get downloaded. I mean, the Internet Archive um, is dedicated towards cataloging all these things yeah uh, but they they catalog the public facing aspects so Cena you know they wouldn't have log they you know the internet archive wouldn't keep logs of where you were at in mm. Uh, uh, mm. in in the mid 90s I hear that the best way to be private is to send your information everywhere to like download a system that just puts your name and what you are into like all these different companies and then so now you can't be tracked because you're just everywhere oh interesting Oh, like if your last name is Lee or something, right? Yeah, Lee. And yeah, then yeah. you like Jason Lee, and then you just Jason Lee has been to Amazon. He's been to Barnes and Noble. He's been to and like you can't you don't know how to track him. Oh, I didn't think about that. That takes a lot of time though. You just gotta put it's your just shit like everywhere. one program that you download, and it just sends all your information everywhere. So the problem is that that really only uh, discourages people who are are using Google to to find out who you are. So they're they're. Um, there are way, way better ways to figure out who you are. And the IP address is, is probably one way. Um, but uh, Google and Facebook, uh, uh, they know so much about you because, um, you know, anytime you go to a website, um, chances are that website is using Google Analytics or a company that Google owns to do their analytics, which just means figuring out how many people click on their website. Um, and so about 80% of the web pages uh, that you're probably going to visit in any given day uh, uh, run Google stuff. So Google knows 80% of the websites you go to before they even think about buying, you know, your uh, analytics profile from anybody else. 
Um, and then there are other ways to um, uh, to figure out who you are. Um, specifically, there, there's something called a browser fingerprint, right? Mm. Whoa. The the Electronic Frontier Foundation, which you know tracks digital liberty and, and advocates for for better stuff like this, uh, they set up this project to figure out if they could identify you based on the characteristics that your web browser will report, and that's the version of your operating uh, operating system. Um, what your web browser is, what version it is, uh, and what plugins you have installed, and then based on the plugins, if you, for instance, if you have Flash installed, what fonts you have on your computer, uh, and what fonts you had installed in what order, and so based on this, uh, regard irrespective of your IP address, you could go to like some internet cafe in Burma or something, and and completely switch up your your IP address. Um, they can figure out who you are with about an 83% accuracy rate. Whoa. You're, that, the 83% of all web browsers are unique because of the specific combination of the, you know, the operating system that you use, the web browser version that you use, uh, your screen size, the specific plugins you have installed, and then the fonts you have installed. Interesting. Oh, 83%. That's ridiculous. Now, yes. I, hear, <clears throat> I hear that there's this master computer that's been fed news stories, every news story <clears throat> from like the 1950s. And it was able to predict where Osama bin Laden was hiding within a 30-mile radius. And it was able to predict the Arab Spring uprising. No, but that'd be really cool. <laughs> no? No. I remember reading that somewhere and I was like, pretty awesome, man. Yeah. No? Uh, no? No. I mean, IBM's Watson has uh, uh, read and crunched a lot of data. That was the computer that was on Jeopardy? Yeah. That, like, whooped everybody's ass? Oh, my God. Uh, it was really horrifying. Our actually. buddy went against it. Um, yeah? Me, you know, me, Holden grew up with him. Our oh, buddy yeah. Holden McNeely, uh, Keith Whitener. Yeah, he went against the robot. He did all right. Yeah. You know, but the robot, you know, robot's fast on the on the, on the clicking. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, it, and it knows everything. It's operating at the speed of light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's unfair. pretty amazing. Oh, my so, God. They're all going to kill so us let's, someday. So let's really dig into just the brighter side here of, of the deep web. Right. right. So, so political speech is one thing, right? Um, for instance, you can use Tor to get around China's Great Firewall. Um, yeah. So this is kind of a game of cat and mouse. A new version of Tor came out, 4.5, uh, earlier this week, actually, uh, which really threw a, a monkey wrench into all my research, but whatever. Um, thanks, guys. Uh, dick move. Um, they're sponsored by the government. Of course they're dicks. No. Um, so so uh, it's this game of cat and mouse. Like, you know, the, the Chinese government will update their Great Firewall, uh, and then they'll block Tor, and then Tor will update, you know, their software, and then you'll be able to get around the Great Firewall. Uh, so as of right now, you can use Tor to visit websites like Facebook that are blocked in uh, in China. Um, wow. So you can evade uh, censorship. Uh, even if they're not censoring, they're just surveilling. Again, Tor would, would work just as well for that. You can evade uh, uh, censorship through Tor because all the connections are, are encrypted. You go into the Tor network, uh, and then everything gets bounced around through different computers and then encrypted the entire way through. And then you get out of the Tor network and you get to the website you wanted to go to. And so there's no way to stop it. Um, so you either have to cut off access to the entire Tor network, which is difficult. There are about 6,000 nodes at any, uh, any given point um, and, you know, millions of users. Uh, you either cut off access to the entire Tor network and, and good luck. It's very difficult. Um, China can do it because of their unique, you know, great firewall sort of thing. Uh, or you just let people access, you know, so you, so you have to let people access what they want through, uh, through Tor. Personal opinion. Yes. Has the world... Uh, is the world a better place with the internet? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding? Is the world a better place with the deep web? Uh, not yet. Um, Interesting. So, uh, I mean, the, the principles behind the deep web is this encrypted connection that, you know, you can use to evade censorship. Right, but you have Absolutely to, a better place with that. Yeah, yes. you have to figure out 
does the people that have view child porn and and buy guns like you know Amber wants to buy guns mm-hmm. on the deep web? Don't we all? Uh, it, it, are all those things outweighed by like the political freedoms that people can take advantage of that are on? There? I mean, you saw the kinds of uh, political speech that people yeah. post on tour. Yeah. Um. So it's we, very radical, right? Well, I, I saw a bunch of radical shit, but I think there's probably good stuff out there. Sure. There's probably journalists that exchange information that so, that need to right. So the tour software. You can ha- have something within the Tor network, or you could just have you could use Tor to access the regular internet, right? Like Facebook, you can you can log into Facebook through Tor, um, and you would do that again if you were in China, and there's no other way to get to it. So uh, yes, hands down, uh, the the value of being able to evade censorship and surveillance like that and cover your tracks, uh, yes, hands down, that outweighs the you know. Uh, uh, the FBI takes down child pornographers and, and uh, drug dealers and gun traffickers and everything from tour. Uh, not every day, right? But um, they, they, you know, they keep catching people They're on, it. on tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, I, I think absolutely. I mean, uh, another great example is uh, uh, medical privacy, right? Oh, so yeah. you guys ever go to WebMD? Yeah. yeah. It's the 106th most popular websites, I found out this what? week. Yeah. 106th most popular website on the internet. I love you. That's yeah. great. It's yeah. pretty great. Everybody goes to, to WebMD. You type in, you know, what's wrong, and you click on this page, and you get yeah. really scared. And you find out I have cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's always cancer. I got a headache. Cancer. Um <laughs> But uh, so WebMD, uh, so I, I said analytics before, right? Google can figure out where you, uh, where you are on the web, even if you're not on Google.com, because uh, every time you make a request to that uh, to a website with Google Analytics, that website in turn makes a request to Google Analytics. So WebMD has 34 different websites. It says, hey, someone just came to my website. They came to this page from this IP address, and they wanted to know this thing. Uh, so 34 different companies get that information every time you go to WebMD. Oh, so they know a lot of information oh. about what, our meta. Like, one of those companies is Experian, the credit reporting bureau. So they know about that thing they on my deck? You're sick. Experian knows. <laughs> so here's the deal. Experian, uh, now, uh, most. By the way, you showed it to me. It looks fine. Oh, thanks, Eddie. Look, <laughs> <laughs> well, that looks better than fine. It looks fantastic. You should have just asked Eddie and not WebMD. But, <laughs> so you have that thing on your dick. They yeah. might charge you more on your fucking. I get a letter that like your your interest rates have just increased. Here's the thing, right? So uh, most bankruptcies in America uh, are because of medical debt, right? Oh. Medical bills. You can't pay your medical bills. So Experian knows from the time that you got the sniffles to the time that you went bankrupt exactly what's happening to you Whoa. because they have this data about you. If you use Tor. You know, it's a random IP address. They have no idea who you are unless you, like, made an account on WebMD and logged in or, or something like that. Don't do that. Like, they, it's, that's even worse for your privacy. Um, I don't make accounts anywhere. I just search. You know, even the MiamiDolphins.com. Doesn't, I'm not, I'm not doesn't giving help. It, doesn't help? Doesn't help. No, man. So yeah. so your your web browsers <laughs> your web browsers characteristics are and complete. he's like listen buddy I I know what I'm doing over here <laughs> I mean I don't give anyone my fucking name. what if it's not my computer what if it's Cena's computer <laughs> oh that'll help that'll, that'll help although if if sometimes he comes over to your place and sometimes you go over to his place to like use his Wi-Fi or something like that they'll Google will know that you Cena, guys are friends I got Cena's old MacBook Pro. Well, it depends how well you wiped it. You didn't take it to me. I don't fuck my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so medical privacy uh, is another example. Uh, so use Tor for your medical privacy. I anytime guess. you want to search anything remotely sensitive, because that goes into a yeah. database, and these companies get hacked, right? Like they're they they suck at keeping their their shit together. And so uh, it's not just that some company knows something about you, but someday that company will get hacked, and that information will go out to the the the. 
anyone. Mm. It'll probably get posted on tour, frankly. I mean, you know. Yeah, nothing's private anymore. No. You know what? I got hemorrhoids. That's public now. Well, it's been public. Yeah, it's been. We yeah. all talk yeah. about hemorrhoids. Yeah. It, it's been how hurting your credit score. How long have we been doing score. this podcast yeah. now? That's how long it's been public. That was definitely in the first episode. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. part of our pitch for the episode <laughs> for the show to even exist. We're like, oh, we all got hemorrhoids. We're going to be nice. Yeah. Listen, Rebecca Marcus, we're going to do a whole show about the brighter side of hemorrhoids. God. I still haven't found it, man. No, I it's haven't either, hard. frankly. <laughs> I just, the squat, though. Mm. Anyway. So there. You got to fill. I'm empty real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the deal that um you know these these companies will also sell that data to potential employers oh god so oh, your employer could find out like somebody you apply for a job with they could type your name into a database and be like no this guy looked up the symptoms of depression like Is three it months legal ago for someone to fire you for something you post on facebook it's called data mining my brother works for that yeah there you go yeah uh legal uh depends i mean if it's at a if your state is net will employment state then yeah yeah it's yeah. so crazy I mean, it's just horrible. Everyone's horrible and computers. I just want to also, take Also, I know nothing and... about labor law, so that was probably wrong. Oh, all right. Fair <laughs> enough. What kind of lawyer are you? Uh, I mean, technically, I studied intellectual property law in, in school. But He's wow. like me. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And uh, what is your job now? Uh, so I'm a staff attorney at uh, Reinman Albany. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's a nonprofit, good government uh, advocacy group. Oh, great. What kind of stuff do you guys do over there? Uh, well, we, we uh, advocate for increased transparency in uh, state and local government, uh, oh, nice. by which I mean, you know, publishing spreadsheets and, uh, uh, you know, like budgets in a, in a machine readable format so people can actually crunch the numbers and say, oh, hey, there's a pattern here with schools getting underfunded in these places. How oh, bad wow. did Hillary fuck up with this email thing? How easy was this that could have been avoided for her? Um, man, crazy. I, I, I mean, yeah, it, it's a huge, huge unforced error. Like, I mean... Uh, I mean, the State Department email was uh, uh, pretty pathetic. It got hacked actually a couple times while she was Secretary of State. So, you know, it's not like she missed out on anything. But, um, you know, from a Federal Records Act standpoint, uh, yeah, no, you, you take an awful lot of responsibility on. It, it, it's all the, the downside and none of the upside by running your own damn email server. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, then she, like, did some wiping. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem. Like, they decided, oh, yeah, these emails aren't important. But, like, you don't get to make that decision. Make that I mean, there's the, there's well, a it was your personal email account. You should be allowed to wipe your personal email no matter what, correct? Uh, no, not according to the Federal Records Act. Yeah, uh, she used her personal so email. Why that was is the an... issue from the very beginning. She used her personal email. For, oh. federal, for state business. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, state, like, the state. Oh, yeah, okay. That, so that's the problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. no good. If it was just her personal email and she's just, like, emailing her, her husband and her daughter, like, nobody cares. But, like, mm. no, she's conducting government business on her private email server. So. But it's also, like, I think there's also issues with that where we all, we all are operating so seamlessly across all these multiple platforms, and it's tough. Yeah, and so that was the thing. Initially, they were like, oh, no, she just sort of has that email on her iPad and accidentally that was sends those emails. Yeah, you know, yeah, 90,000 yeah. emails later, like, yeah, no, you just, you just use that. Part of me is just like, I want the Secretary of State to have some kind of secrecy, you know, and be able to... You know, be able to do some, make some moves without us knowing about she it. She definitely needs secrecy, but I mean, the idea that you know, I don't know who her IT contractor was. I don't know who set up the server. It it, it was yeah. you know just as rudimentary as the State Department server from an encryption standpoint. It didn't support you know TLS, which is a specific email encryption protocol. But I would just want to see the room that the server is in in her home. 
watched it. Is it like by like in the entertainment center? Is it like uh, did she put coffee on it in the morning? I mean, I rent a private server, and my server is now protected by the Secret Service. So like from that standpoint, yeah, no, that's golden. Yeah, the Secret Service is parked outside with like a Gatling gun in the back of an SUV. (laughs) Like you're not getting anywhere near that server. I love Gatling guns. How much are those on the deep web? I don't know. I didn't find that. That would uh, be my first search. I yeah, think. I'll, I'll go look Tommy that up. Maybe Tommy Gun be kind of fun. We and should do a Bitcoins. whole just like the darkness of the deep. Hell yeah, man. That'd be fun. The ocean, you mean? Yeah. I, I hate the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> it's all horrible. It's full of sharks and stuff. Oh, I don't man. like it either. No. All right, guys. Yourself. I think it's about time to wrap this piggy party up. Uh, I'm Ed Larson, Amber Nelson, Cena John. Boom, boom. Thank you so much for coming by. Do you have anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Um, no, I'm at Twitter on my name is Dom. Yeah. Yeah. Dom, 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 just at my name is Dom. At my name is Dom. Cool, man. Dom, I can't wait to play some video games with you, buddy. Absolutely. It's been a long games. time since we hung out, and I, I'm so happy we re- reconnected. Totally, man. Thank Dominic, you for having me. Man, you Thank you so much for having you me. You do good work. Thanks for coming by, man. Thank Keep you. up the good work. Yeah, Dom. Uh, Sam, lovely as always, darling. Thank you, guys. Taking us out tonight is a song uh, by Parliament uh, called Deep. <laughs> I love this shit It's a very goofy song Enjoy it They pretend to be Muppets uh, Let's uh, play the whole thing Because we have the We're allowed to use Parliament songs As much as we want Enjoy your lives guys Woo We'll see you next week Go on Facebook And uh, join our Facebook group Rate us on iTunes Hook us up man We just got a good rating today Let's keep this good press going Yeah let's do it We just broke the top 200 on iTunes so We're at 88 188. Oh, 188. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got so excited. Yeah, you did. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rock and roll, everyone. See you next week. more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.